0: indigo studio a chicago centric show the place where it starts covering today's topics new authors pop culture trending topics, and of course, politics. Our topics are engaging, controversial, and authentic. This is where real talk takes place. We are going to bring it out with a fresh perspective, a hip view as we just talk about. It. Indigo Studio presents real conversation about topics of the day. Hermine Hartman and Shannon Peoples are the co-hosts, and we welcome you to Indigo Studio.
1: Hi, I'm Hermine Hartman with Indigo Studio, and today we're discussing the changing world of politics. We're in good hands, we're in good company to discuss local and national politics with politicos. And joining the roundtable are Mr. Eric Johnson, who is a reporter for the Chicago Crusader, and we have Stephanie Trussell, who is an unapologetic Republican radio talk show host for WIND, and Gary McCarthy, former police chief for Newark, New Jersey, and Chicago, and a candidate for the city's mayor. So join us for a... Interesting discussion with insights, powerhouses, and politicos on Chicago's favorite sport. So, how are we doing with local politics? How's Lori Lightfoot doing with the teacher strike and a new police chief?
2: I I think Lori's doing a pretty good job out of the box, setting the tone, uh, pulling back automatic prerogative, which is a big source of a lot of the corruption that we saw here. Um, I don't know enough about the teacher's strike to to comment, but I I will say it looks like we gave away an awful lot, um, and I'm not sure what was going on behind closed doors there. Uh, As far as uh, Eddie Johnson and the police department goes, uh, it's been pretty obvious over the last few months that Eddie was on his way out. Um,
1: Why? Why, Garrett?
2: it, it, so during the campaign, and I sat right next to Lori, uh, she would say that she was not going to make any changes until after the summer, not even consider them. Um, and then a couple of the things that have happened uh, over the recent past—falling asleep in his car like that—is obviously something that everybody is kind of looking at with a with a little jaundiced eye, if you will. Um, but but you know, going back over his tenure, some of the things that have occurred, um, and and I know Eddie, and I like Eddie a lot, uh, you know. The thing that bothers me more than anything else is the is the way that Eddie was appointed. And, and nobody seems to remember this, but there's checks and balances in place. And Rahm changed the law for one day to appoint whoever he wanted to.
1: And that was after three
2: nominees had been presented to him and he chose none. Well, actually, he chose one. That's, that's the part of the story that nobody knows. Who did he choose? He chose Cedric Alexander. Cedric Alexander was the uh, public safety director in DeKalb, Georgia. Uh, african-american man with a phd in criminology and a friend of mine so uh cedric called me on friday basically and told me that he had the job and i said edric cedric we have to talk he says well i'm coming back next week he says i'm coming back next week for for an announcement he says i'll come in early we'll go to dinner and we'll have a conversation that was on friday by monday Rahm had changed his mind because he spoke to the black caucus and said hey I picked an African-American and they said well that's great you picked an African-American but it's not our African-American and we think Eddie Johnson is a good guy. So That
1: story's not been told. No it has not and, and when it has been told it's been ignored. So let me ask you this, here's, here's a real question. Why do we keep going out of town to choose the police chief?
2: Well I got to tell you in the culture that I come from in New York City we did it constantly. I think it's a good idea in that um, you get a fresh set of eyes okay. to look at things and say, "Why do we do things like this?" And, and I got to tell you, to today, five years in my tenure, and on that last day, I was still asking questions of, "Why do we do it this way?" And I would get the answer, "Well,
1: that's the way we've always done it." So, do you 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 have an interesting perspective? Been in New York, you went through nine one one, been at Newark, come to Chicago. You've seen Trump. You've seen Giuliani. You've seen Rahm Emanuel. Cory Booker. Don't forget Cory. Cory Booker (laughs) brought you to Newark. Are you at an advantage or disadvantage as an outsider from the city that you're running?
2: I think for a police chief, for somebody who's going to work on a police culture, you're at an advantage. Uh, As far as the politics of Chicago goes, you're at a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. And and just an example, Uh, when I got here, shortly after I got here, uh, I was receiving phone calls from aldermen who wanted to pick their district commanders. And I had to explain to them in no uncertain terms that when you're accountable for their performance, then you can pick them. But I'm accountable for their performance, and therefore I'll pick them. And that's where it started. That's where the the problem started, because I was just not going to kowtow and do things the way that we always did. What we focus on here in Chicago is politics over performance. Mm. And that's what gets us to the position that we're in.
1: We, We do that with all of our
2: mayors or some of our mayors or one of our mayors? Everything. And during the campaign, I talked about it over and over again. I would see things that just didn't make sense. You know, we're tearing up a street at 9 o'clock in the morning on Ohio Street, which is the only egress out of downtown during rush hour. Like, who makes that plan? Like, why aren't we waiting till 11 o'clock when the, when the traffic dies down and then we can do it? But, you know, uh, buses, the same buses running down uh, LaSalle Street, six back-to-back double buses, each one with about 10 people on them, and they're all from the same line. <laughs> Where, where's the economy in that, and who's focusing no on performance? There's no the planning. There's there's no performance. Mm-hmm. It's it's just about politics. That's how you get jobs around here. You're in with the in crowd, or you're out, and that's how you move ahead yeah. or backwards. So
1: one of the one of the rumors that was going around as to how Johnson got in office is that he saw the tapes, and there really was a cover up. They went to the top. True, not true. Well, he definitely saw it. I mean, he talks about that.
2: And and the thing that, that is confusing to people is I implemented something that we didn't have before, which was anytime there was a police-related shooting, immediately thereafter, we would get an executive briefing with preliminary information. And that was to look at training and policy, not a determination as to whether or not it was justified or unjustified. That was done by the Firearms Discharge Review Board which Eddie Johnson was a part of, which is where he saw that video three weeks later. Mm -hmm. So let's not confuse those two things. Mm -hmm. And as a result of of those sessions, I implemented policies that ended up, and I think it was a 76% reduction in police-related shootings during my tenure. Because the the single most important thing I did was change the policy, as far as police-related shootings, on shooting into a moving vehicle. As much as you could without... the the union. Oh, yeah. No, this was not something that the union was privy to. This was policy that I was directing. I was in charge of policy. And I said, you can only shoot into a moving vehicle if deadly physical force, other than the vehicle, is being used against you or somebody else. Because think about it. If somebody's driving at you and you shoot and you actually hit the driver, now you've got a 2,000-pound bullet running down the street, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right, with nobody in control of it. It makes no sense. So the superintendent sets that kind of policy. Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
3: Eric? Mr. McCarthy, did you view the videotapes? Absolutely. Uh, what did you think at the time? I, These are the Laquan McDonald tapes. Laquan mm-hmm. McDonald correct. Yeah, so
2: w- the shooting happened on a Monday night, I believe, and Wednesday morning would have been our first briefing on that. And when I saw the video, I called the mayor immediately and I said, this officer is going to have a problem explaining his actions. It's exactly what I said. But the thing that people don't realize is that the superintendent is not in charge of the discipline system of the department. Who is? The police board. As superintendent, I could only make- But you can make recommendations. I could make recommendations. And during my tenure, 75% of my recommendations to terminate officers was overturned by the police board. Nobody seems to know that. So I'm accountable for their behavior, but I'm not in charge of the discipline system. And that condition exists today, and that's failure. The accountability without authority equals failure. And that's what you saw in my tenure. So that's first of all. Second of all, I'm not in charge of internal investigations. At the time it was IPRA. Use of force was, was investigated by IPRA. Now it's investigated by COPA. Yet who was held accountable for the shooting? You were. Right. So accountability without authority equals failure. That's a systems failure that we have here in Chicago that nobody
1: seems to want to fix. You said you wanted to, you would consider uh, being the police chief again. Absolutely. Did you really mean that? I do. We'll be right
4: back after the break. We're going to get some of this delicious Mac Mac Cafe coffee. It's so good. Sometimes I slow my words. I'm so busy trying to drink it. How are you guys enjoying it? Oh, it's awesome. It's 100% Colombian brewed coffee. So as we go to break, they're going to drink this delicious coffee. When we come back, we'll pick up where, where we left off. Okay, so stay close. Don't go away.
2: What are you doing to save money? We talked to ComEd. Why? They're helping us lower our energy costs. How? They provide incentives to complete energy-saving projects.
5: What else?
2: They help us find ways to save energy that we haven't even thought of. Save energy and money, like a boss, with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Keep up the good work.
0: Look at what's all new at McDonald's. Try the new sweet and savory chicken McGriddles made with the crispy chicken filet and the sweet taste of maple. Or get the McChicken Biscuit with crispy tender chicken and a warm flaky biscuit. Now get either for just $1.69 each or mix and match two for $3. Try a whole new morning routine and double up the goodness. Wake up breakfast with McDonald's.
1: I have a question for you. You are a true blue. Yes. Republican. Mm -hmm. Now, tell me, please, how you support Donald Trump.
5: Well, you know, initially I was a big Ted Cruz supporter and I decided there's no way I could support Donald Trump. He was just what everything that you guys are, he's old, he's, no, I didn't like him. But, Um, I was listening to um, Urban Radio and they had this big call to go out to uh, to, um, Bolingbrook. Trump was was speaking. He was running for president and they wanted a bunch of listeners to come out and protest him.
1: This is during the 2016 campaign?
5: Right. So this was October. I drove down and um, I went there to engage with people that didn't want Trump to be president. They didn't want him to run for president. I've never heard of that before. Everybody's allowed to run for president if they take the necessary steps. So I'm interacting with people. On the Hillary side, and not one policy, not one reason that we shouldn't vote for Trump because of this is what Hillary's going to do for us. This is, and so at that very event, that's when I became a Trump supporter because I'm engaging with these people. That a woman my age had a sign: "If Trump becomes president, we're going to go back to Africa." And I'm thinking, wait, this is the same stuff I heard when I was 15 years old, why we shouldn't vote for Reagan. I was told that there's no way Reagan's a rich white Republican, It's no way we could vote for him because he's gonna send us back to Africa. So I'm thinking, here we are, how many years later, and that's that, that fear mentality that Republicans don't care about you, Republicans aren't gonna take care of you, and they're gonna send us back. I've never been to Africa, what do you mean back to Africa? It just didn't make sense to me. So I left that event being an unapologetic Trump supporter, I have no regrets about it, I'm very excited about 2020. Because after, they, they didn't want this man to be president from the time he came down the escalator, we were told that he's just not worthy. He beat Hillary, that's his crime. He beat Hillary, how dare he? So since that time, they haven't come up with one candidate that's gonna put us first. The people in this brown packaging, they're gonna put illegals before us and everybody else. They're not gonna defend our legacies as descendant of slaves that built this country. They're gonna leave that border open, coming and get our jobs in because the Hispanic Coalition are opening up schools in Chicago. Where I grew up, it looks like a bomb went off in that neighborhood. If you go down Pulaski, get off the expressway, start at 31st Street, just head north. That neighborhood is completely intact from when I went to first grade over there. So you think
3: I, the has, you think the immigrants going to take our well, jobs? I
5: don't have to think about that's the fact. There's not one vacant lot, not one vacant store. Now you go on to the viaduct at 21st Street where I grew up. The, the, the stores have been boarded up so long, the bars are rusty. The schools that my friends went to, because my mother put me in Catholic school. Thank you, Regina Hodges. Those schools are closed. There's not one grocery store, Danny Davis. We used to have several jewels to pick from. Dominic's, we have none of that. Hispanic neighborhood, they have everything intact because illegals are demanding more dentists, more um, grocery stores, and and it's just the fact. You don't have to listen to me because I'm not, you know, I I don't have a degree. It's just common sense. I'm just watching this, and my neighborhood is suffering, and Hispanic neighborhood is booming. So I don't have to think that they're taking our jobs. So, Stephanie, how do you reconcile?
4: I mean, I understand, and I hear everything you're saying, and, and these complaints are valid. Mm-hmm. But how do you reconcile being a black woman mm-hmm. who's a strong Republican, who's a staunch Trump supporter with all yeah. the alleged instances of racism And sexism from Trump, that's been documented.
5: Oh, documented when? Before or after election? Because you know what's... Before and after. Unlike Obama, we knew exactly who Trump was from the very beginning. He's been in the public eye since he was, what, a teenager? So it's okay that he's
4: he's sexist and racist.
5: uh, Well, he's racist. You know what's racist? You see this little footprint right here? Ten-week-old baby. The most racist organization is Planned Parenthood, targeting black people in the womb. That's racist where we don't even get a chance to be born. They kill us before we even get eyelashes oh. between the street violence and between Planned Parenthood. And Trump is electing and selecting pro-life judges that are going to defend the pre-born. And that's what I like about it. as a black woman, as a Christian. That's what's important to me, because you can't get life, liberty and pursuit of happiness if you're not even. So allowed you think to be he's born. going to
4: defend. Oh, he black already people. has.
5: He already has. Did you did you and see what happened way. in Atlanta? All those black people showing up. Trump invited three hundred black leaders to the White House. Obama invited. But he was doing rappers. that for votes. He's doing no, that he's for black bo- votes. No, he's but that's oh, oh, it's okay if Democrats pander to us and lie to us every four years. I'm going to give you a garbage can. I'm going to do this. For I mean, you. everybody lies just, to us. It's no, politics. but I'm just saying we we, we got to talk about what's what it means to be an American. And, and, and I'm a true Republican, because that was the party that that freed us, right? Back after the Civil War, it was embarrassing. A black woman couldn't bring home a Democrat and say, this is who I'm going to marry. That's the party that has just fought to enslave us. I know who I am. And I born and raised to a 17-year-old mother in the city of Chicago. And when I go on Madison Street now, it looks nothing like it looked when I was growing up, working at McDonald's, getting my paycheck and spending it on that street, because the Democrats have been running the city since the 30s. And it's all just, it's horrible. It makes me cry when I get off the expressway. They say, You're Republican, you forgot where you come from. No, no, no. I get off at Cicero. I get off at Independence and I drive down those streets where my sister and I used to go to Girl Scouts and do all the fun things like everybody else in America. I won't put a combat soldier over there now. It's horrible. So, Eric?
3: I, I really don't know where to start. I don't either. Uh, <laughs> start she, at the beginning. She said a, a, a mouthful. Um, I just have a problem with a president who lacks diplomacy, Mm. who uses Twitter to bash constantly, Mm. you know, who has really no regard calling countries s-hole countries what they are and all of that oh, yeah. and um, mm-hmm. and that's 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 not <laughs> true. But so, even but if they let, let 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 no no no, no. you ahead. spoke you let did, me speak. you did. okay I'm sorry even if they are those countries even if, even if they, even if even if it is even if it is true mm-hmm. why escalate something that bad when you should be building unity when you should be building when you should but Chicago
5: was founded by a black man well, exactly. he was founded let me what finish he was, he was founded what it looks like today he was founded so, by a Haitian right you well, know yeah and, and we love immigration. The Republicans, we love we love legal immigration. No, you don't. We, we want to welcome everybody. You say but one you, thing, but you do another. But you have to remember everything you just described Trump as, and Hillary still couldn't beat him I in twenty sixteen. Okay, finish. but I'm just saying. And right now, not one of those so candidates we're on gonna, that side we're gonna let you is going to be Trump. But we're going to take a break, mm-hmm.
1: and we're going to come right back. And I want to talk about the Democrats and who is going to be the nominee. Anyway, we'll be right back. Don't go
0: away. hot (laughs) discussion. Look at what's all new at McDonald's. Try the new sweet and savory chicken McGriddles made with the crispy chicken filet and the sweet taste of maple. Or get the McChicken Biscuit with crispy tender chicken and a warm flaky biscuit. Now get either for just $1.69 each or mix and match two for $3. Try a whole new morning routine and double up the goodness. Wake up breakfast with McDonald's.
2: save money. We talk to ComEd. Why? They're helping us lower our energy costs. How? They provide incentives to complete energy saving projects. What else? They help us find ways to save energy that we haven't even thought of. Save energy and money like a boss with the ComEd energy efficiency program. Keep up the good work.
1: So now we're back with
4: more hot discussion on politics. So we're speaking of Democrats. So Stephanie, you have made statements. We gotta say it again, very clear and very succinct. You said Democrats are brainwashing the the masses in particular, black people. Please explain that oh, to well, us. Oh, we know that.
5: We, 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 we That's what they've been doing. We're in Chicago, and everybody, you know how it works, um, pandering and telling we're going to promise. Because, again, I was 15 years old. And when I you was say told, pandering, what do you mean pandering? You know, just the usual top. Topics of what we're going to do for you. Pro- you know the Republicans is going to take away grandma's social security check and all those programs you love. They're going to cancel it. That's what they're going to say, and that's not the truth. And when you look at these, this lot of, what, 20 people, 12 people, however many people it is, the Democrat Party keeps talking about we're the party of diversity. Well, how come the three old white people are, are polling at the top? That makes no yeah. sense. Kamala, I'm on her text message thing. She doesn't even really send text messages. I don't think she really wants mm-hmm. to be president. Mm-hmm. So here we have these two new individuals saying these people are all Oofy, I think I need to get into this. That shows you that this lot is just not worthy. And Joe Biden Obama won't endorse him. Obama endorsed the the prime minister of Canada who wore blackface, but he won't endorse his own vice president. But maybe he's buying his time. Really, it's
3: too early. It's, it's a mess. I, this point, I definitely agree that mm-hmm. I really feel that the Democratic Party has sold the black vote out. I mm-hmm. mm-hmm. call mm-hmm.
2: it a day.
5: Illegal Thank brown I mean. <laughs> is a new black vote. Remember that illegal brown is a new black vote. Black people are waking up. More 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 of us are buying MAGA hats and showing up at the White House. And so they got. Well, what can we do? They're going to have to go over. to... To the Brown vote, and they're going to give them driver's license, and they'll be voting, and and that's they're already what they, doing that. They're already doing that in states over us, the descendants mm-hmm. of slaves who built this country. Our legacy has been stolen, being stolen. But by hey, the-
3: at the same time, too, there there are many blacks who are Republicans who just feel that the party, the Republican Party, just don't represent their views. They're still on the outside.
5: I, I, I yeah. They didn't they didn't knock on my door and ask me to come to the party. The more and more I got um, into my faith and closer I got to what I believe, I realized that the Republican Party reflects my value. I can't go to a Democratic um, convention because they're they're going to sit me next to somebody that's going right. to tell me that there's 52 sexes and God's a liar and that a baby's not a baby. I don't have time for that. 52 I'm over here with the sexes? party. Yeah, you got to keep up. Where did you get 52 oh, sexes? Gotta keep it's 52 sexes and cisgender and non binary. I don't have time for that. I read Genesis. It said oh man and woman, and it was good. And so that's the party that I align with that loves Jesus unapologetically. And you know what? They've had how many debates? Not one American flag. How are you going to run for president of a country that you won't even be seen on a stage with the flag? Because the flag is a, a trigger for the Democrat Party. That's, I, you see, Trump, CPAC came out there and hugged the flag. That's my president. What is the
4: flag triggering?
5: Well, I don't know. You tell, tell me, the Democrats. They don't, why won't they put a flag on the debate stage? That's ridiculous. You're running to be president and you're afraid to be seen with the flag. There have been flags on the debate no, stage. No, no, Democratic no. The, the trust party. me, we're looking. And the next day we're talking about it on social media. Like, where was the flag? They don't yeah. have one. They have, they, have, they have. I yeah. got a flag on. Okay, I you. you, <laughs> exactly. See, you
1: know. I got
4: a flower. When people when non-people of color came here, non-people of color, what? When Europeans came here, not you. Okay. When they came here, that wasn't legal immigration. So, what,
5: they so we, just we're going to go back shores. to that. We're going to. What can we shores? do? Well, we can't. We can't hold those people accountable for that. Oh, you're going to oh, dig them up and hold, them. Now I'm I'm hold now. everybody so well, Now we can't hold accountable. So you're thinking choosing who you're going to hold accountable Wait a minute. But we have. We're a law of land. We are land of laws now, right? We have to be, oh. and, and I can't believe that a person that our ancestors did what they did to build this country, you want to give it away? That blows me away. Don't attack him. It just oh. I'm just saying. Everything. I don't know. We had crawl. and we Balls. were dragged here. We had black. Coal. We weren't DACA, where somebody brought us here with their mom brought us. And we were dragged here against our will. We were the first ones here and the 13th, 14th to 15th amendment was for us not for illegal. But that Stephanie, is our Stephanie,
4: if you take that that same mm-hmm. phrase, let's bookend it mm-hmm. the same phrase you just said and you go back to the Republican party mm-hmm. and you say that we were the first people here. We built no, this. I didn't say they we were the first. would We have all built this. No, we But wouldn't. they don't say that. We, they don't say we that. Do,
5: we, 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 that's why I learned about all this from talking to Republicans. I, I I got to live in Arizona for 2 years from 2014 to 2016 to be in a red state was phenomenal. That's when I met a a lot of grassroots rude black conservatives there cuz it's okay to be a re- black republican in Arizona here I'm not allowed to be one in, in Chicago you can't be anything but a democrat and so don't tell me what a party and it's a welcoming party wherever you go I'm not allowed at the picnics I don't get invited I can't bring the potato salad I can't bring anything cuz I'm a republican
4: just because you're a republican Even,
5: and, and that's just unfortunate hey, who's going to win the mm-hmm. hey, my husband's a better chef
1: buddy. who's who's going to win the democratic uh, nominee, nomination I
2: think it's going to be Biden
5: yeah, old the white American guy, American. old white guy, Republican, Democrats but, love Well, you old got white a old, you got a old white guy and that's now, okay. that's yeah. all right, and he's doing but what he's, needs to be done. You know, so, this guy. is a party of diversity. They always talk about identity politics, and they've got everything from a black woman, not really a black woman, you know, she's kind of like Obama, not a descendant of slaves. They got an actual descendant of slaves, Cory, and then they've they've got they got, got all this to pick from. But they're go, the three top pollers are old white people. That just this was the party of but diversity, what, what, and you, I'm, I'm an old white guy. I mean, you can, you can, can probably go What is the Republican Party. Yeah. I'm just saying. There's different rules for different. Ga- I have a question for Gary. Can I just say
2: one yeah, Please, thing? go ahead. Can say one the simple thing is the fact that the right is going further right in this country and the left is going further left. Right. And never the, the two The country's divided.
1: Yeah. So we and need, there's, we need there's, the middle.
2: There's nothing really in, the,
5: there's, be in the middle. There's
2: nothing in the middle.
5: And that's where I am.
4: Gary, you worked with ex-New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. When 9-11 happened, he was everybody's mayor. Everybody loved him. Everybody held him in high esteem. His legacy was of greatness. Now, ever since he went to the side of Trump. The dark side. <laughs> I didn't say the dark side, but ever since he's joined, you know, the side with Trump, we, well, don't, yeah. we, don't, we don't know this man. Oh Who is goodness. this man? Who is this? He's like a pale comparison of himself. Ooh, ooh, what ooh. happened? What do you think happened to him? And how is this going to affect his
2: legacy going forward? I think that's already been been written, you know mm-hmm. i don't I don't think it's going to change now, and, and you know you brought up nine eleven so I was with the mayor on nine eleven I set up the command post that we all got trapped in. I almost got him killed. Mm. We got out just in time to get caught in the second collapse. Mm. Um, so I have a, a relationship with the mayor that people may not understand. Mm-hmm. Um, he also uh, did me a huge favor as he was walking out the door. He made sure that I was secure in my position in the NYPD. Mm-hmm when somebody else did not want that to happen. So the short story is I, I don't forget things like that. Mm-hmm. Having said that, you know, he's he's called me three different names the last three times I spoke to him, and none of them was Gary. So yes. he, wow. he, he's in a different place than he was in 2001. What do you think happened? I, happened? I, I can't, I don't know. I, Power I, can make you drunk. No, and well, I, I don't think that's it. That, that and, got into his mind.
5: And brainwashed uh, them and I, when turned them into... When I, when I okay. saw him
2: at the, at the Republican National Convention, I actually shut it off. Oh. And, and I want you to think about that knowing what I just told you about mm-hmm. my relationship with him. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't explain it. Um, you know, he's, he's still going to have my loyalty based on what he's done for me in my life mm-hmm. and what we went through together.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Stephanie, Trump, I'll give you this. Mm-hmm. No matter where you are... In Chicago, in uh, national politics, mm-hmm. Trump changed the game. Trump changed the Republican Party. He may have destroyed it. He changed it. But he changed the game of politics in this country.
5: And I think he changed it for the better. Too. I don't, I'm not saying people, that. I'm saying he changed both sides. We have professional Republicans and prof- Twitter, professional Democrats working together. Against he's our the Twitter. People. Well, you know um, what? When you have the media that, that's working against you, you have to take your message right to the people by doing I'm not Twitter. He, did he wrong. doesn't take the first strike, but he will fight back. He's a fighter. No matter what he does. But Stephanie, sometimes you don't need to fight back all the well, time. You know sometimes what? it takes and more a dignity. You, you know like, like, and sometimes you, you have to just walk away. Like, everybody keeps talking about the adversity that Obama faced as the first half white president, because, you know, you people have to take some of that credit, too. But he didn't have the media. Yeah, I say, I say, white people out here. I'm just saying. They always call them half black. I'm calling them half white because you whatever. This has been a very
4: (laughs) spirited and exciting, informative and entertaining show. I would love. We, we I mean, we have to do this again. We do. We have to do this several and, more times. And you need
5: to get more Democrats. It wasn't a fair fight. I oh, we will next time. We'll do that. We'll have, have more
4: Democrats. Well, I want to thank everybody for being here with us, and we look forward to seeing you next time on the next Indigo Studio.
1: Hot discussion with politicos
0: indigo studio a chicago-centric show the place where it starts covering today's topics and of course politics our topics are engaging controversial and authentic this is where real talk takes place we are going to bring it out with a fresh perspective let's make talk real again indigo studio